Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, the chief executive of a company that has been so disruptive to the razor industry that its main rival, Gillette, was compelled to launch an online subscription service, and they even filed a patent lawsuit against this startup based in Los Angeles. Dollar Shave Club, we've got the... CEO and the Chief Product Innovation Officer. Now we've got Charlie Pellet. He's in the newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I uh, thank you very much, Kathleen. Thank you, Pim. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, they are all lower right now. S&P 500 index down 16 points, a drop of 8 tenths of 1%. We're brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at nria.net. Stocks are falling for the first time in four days, reversing much of yesterday's rally as disappointing results from Macy's to Walt Disney heighten concern that American consumers remain hesitant to boost spending. Disney is now down 4.2%, reigniting fears of media investors with second quarter results that missed analyst estimates. Stan Myers is with Piper Jaffrey in Los Angeles. He's got a buy rating on the stock along with a $120 price target. On the call management, uh, didn't particularly give a lot of color on subscriber growth, but it, you know, in the filings, they did say that uh, subscriber growth was down 1% uh, compared to 2% last, last quarter. So we see some deceleration subscriber growth that's likely not priced into the stock. Macy's outlook is renewing concerns about the broader industry, sending shares of retailers and apparel makers tumbling. Macy's stock down today by 14.6%. Gold up 12.70 the ounce, higher by 1% to 12.77.50. S&P down 15, a drop of 8 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 185, a drop of 1%. NASDAQ down 8 tenths of 1%. Crude oil up $1.43 a barrel, 46.09, a gain there of 3 tenths of 1%. So again, recapping, stocks lower across the board this Wednesday. S&P down 15, a drop of 8 tenths of 1%. 3.32 on Wall Street. Now we'll look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Presumptive Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump says he's narrowed his list of choices to be his running mate to five or six people. Trump speaking with Associated Press says he has not ruled out former presidential candidate New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Trump says a candidate with political experience is a priority because he wants a vice president to help him with legislation getting things through Washington. Other Republicans who have suggested they are open to being on Trump's ticket include former Texas Governor Rick Perry and former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio.
Vice President Biden tells ABC's Good Morning America the constant attacks coming from Republicans could be Donald Trump's undoing. I feel confident that Hillary will be the nominee, and I feel confident she'll be the next president. A new poll indicates Mr. Trump has polled almost even with Mrs. Clinton nationally. Secretary Clinton draws 41 percent. Mr. Trump wins the support of 40 percent of likely voters in the Reuters-Ipsos online national poll. The deadline to challenge local property tax assessments in New York is coming up soon. State tax officials say the so-called grievance state deadline is May 24th. Property owners who believe the market value listed on their local assessment is significantly higher than it should be have until that day to file for a review. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping a move lower for stocks, S&P down 15 points to 2,068. That is a drop of eight-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Like so many startups, like so many disruptors, Dollar Shave Club was born out of frustration. I want to start the story from there with two very special guests now. Michael Dubin, founder and CEO of Dollar Shave Club, and Fadi Murad. He's the chief product innovation officer. They're joining us in studio today to tell us about how they got started and how they are disrupting a very important industry. So, Michael, let's start with you, founder, CEO, Santa Monica. Oh, I love Santa Monica. That's nice. So you guys just were at a party, and you said you're sick and tired of how razors work. Yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the butt to go to the store, find a locked razor fortress, find the person with the key. They're always doing something else and they'd prefer not to help you. And so, um, you know, we launched Dollar Shave Club and that was in 2012. Since then, we, we've we garnered 3.1 million members. They get a shipment from us every month or every other month. And uh, we've since expanded into non-razor categories uh, to solve larger men grooming challenges. Go ahead. Tell us about that. And then I want to find out a little bit about the lawsuit because, you know, you've managed to accomplish something not everybody does, which is to get a major consumer products company to sue you. Yes, we're, we're completely thrilled about it. Yeah. A, the lawyers must be thrilled about it as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can't they talk too much. They've got to use some of your body splash and, and, and you know, soap in order to feel fresh when they deal with this. Yeah, right. Um, well, so look, I mean, there's there's – Men are paying a lot more attention to their grooming than they ever have before, and they're just as frustrated with the shopping experience and with the products themselves. Uh, and and so that's why we went out and hired Fadi, uh, you know, a very accomplished product development specialist and innovator, uh, to help us develop, uh, you know, lines across the bathroom. So, uh, you know, we just launched today uh, the Wanderer, which is our line of of um, body washes and bar soaps, eventually shampoo and conditioner. But we've got skin preservation stuff. We've got hair styling creams and gels. We've got pre and post shave. We've got one wipe, Charlie's a butt wipe for men, which is a major, a major seller, uh, a big, big seller. Uh, and, you know, we're really proud of that stuff. And the guys, guys, um, you know, they don't like going to the store, as we know. They like to get in and get out and get on with their lives. And we're, we're sort of a guided journey uh, through the grooming aisle. So, Fadi, uh, so as, as the innovation officer, it seems to me there is a lot of competition in this space, though. There's a bazillion different kinds of uh, body washes and all kinds of razors. Absolutely. So what, what is your challenge? What are, you, what are you doing that's unique, different, besides just allowing me to put an order in and get it automatically? Sure. What, what we think is very different and very unique about our company is we put the consumer first. We talk to him daily. Uh, as Michael mentioned, we have over 3 million members. Uh, th- we tap into them. We get to know what their problems are, 
and we identify what the solutions will be. So um, men are emailing you, texting you, uh, we, uh, chat we, rooms? We have uh, everything from, from live chats to SMS to phone calls. Uh, we bring them in for focus groups. We actually go into their homes to understand how they're using products in the shower, how you know they're using their grooming products to really understand what are their pain points, uh, what are the areas of grooming that they're most frustrated with, and how can we tap into them to help us develop products that's going to be specific for them, talk directly to them, and make their grooming habits a lot healthier. All right. So either one of you can answer this question. Um, you know, I like the smell of the of the soap. You've got a couple of mixtures here: amber, lavender, mint, uh, cedarwood, and so on. The razors themselves, why are they always so expensive? Not your razor, but I'm saying why, you know, you, as you mentioned, you go to the case, you try to buy the razors, and you're knocked out by the price. Why is that? I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to talk to, uh, our friends in Cincinnati to find out why, why they're so expensive. You're good we're, friends. We're the, we're the alternative. Yes, our good yeah. friends. Good friends sue each other. Well, so yeah. you, you, Pim, you were alluding to, and you mentioned the uh, the patent <clears throat> lawsuit from Gillette. You can you talk about that or not? No, unfortunately, I can't. Um, you can just say you're good friends. I can just say my good friends, and you know, we're we're looking forward to defending ourselves, um, and I believe we'll be successful. So let me ask you, Fadi. Uh, I would guess that a lot of women are involved in buying these products, either saying, "Hey, my guy really needs this, and here it is, honey," signing them up. Do you hear from women as well? Uh, absolutely. We, we do know that um, a lot of men's grooming products are purchased by the girlfriends, the partners, the wives. Um, and they do understand that they're much more educated in, in terms of using products, but the guys are not. So traditionally, they buy the products for him. Um, but it's important for them to understand uh, actually what their – you know what the what what the guy's specific skin concerns are, and the fact that it's also different. We're developing products specifically for men. We're not leveraging women's bases, and that's how we go about it. I think the interesting thing about about men's grooming in the age that we're living in right now is that guys really want control over this area of their life. They don't want to cede control to to somebody else uh, in their household uh, or somebody that they live with. Um, they they recognize the direct connection that looking good, smelling good, feeling good has on their confidence and their success. And um, we find that guys are becoming more thoughtful about the ingredients that go into all of these products. Uh, and, and you know, that's why we have, you know, really high standards when it comes to formulating these things, you know, no sulfates, no parabens, um, and always really honest, uh, you know, fragrances that you can understand like mint and cedarwood and, and not, you know, like, you know, bear musk. I just wanted to know who came up with the idea of one wipe Charlie's. I did. Okay. Well, listen, it's not, it's, you know, we get a lot of laughs and a lot of snickers, no, but it's a serious sells. product. It's, it sells big time. I mean, I've had people come up to me in the airport, uh, on conference calls, put the phone down and say, you know, Mike, you've changed my, my life. Thank you. And then unzip their bag and show me the travel wipes, wipes. I had a guy in a hot tub at a conference in Hawaii, um, uh, come up to me and tell me that his wife made him buy those because she said he wasn't doing a good enough job. Dollar Shave Club, Club uh, Chief Product Innovation Officer Fadi Morad and Michael Dubin, the founder. Retailers selling off big time today after Macy's fall shorts. Amazon, the lone wolf, moving higher. Find out why as we move ahead into the close. Movers and shakers and more coming up on Bloomberg Radio.